Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Okay, a question or series of questions. Are we seeing these objects now only because we are suddenly looking for them? Are they sent by foreign actors or someone else? Do they pose a threat? And we don't mean only to civilian air traffic. What the hell is going on up there, Mr. President? That's from the Wall Street Journal editorial board, quoted, by the way, by our friend Mark Halpern in the wide world of news today, said a little differently. This is the way that I've made it a binary choice at Smirconish.com for today's poll question. What explains the increase in UFOs? More objects or more awareness? Yes, I fully recognize some of you saying, well, there are more objects and we're becoming more aware of them. No, I mean, in the last couple of days, why all of a sudden? Is it because there's a lot of stuff up there or is it because it's it's the shark attack of 2001, meaning you remember when the media gets on a story like it's the story. And the only thing that blew the summer of the shark out of the water, uh, tragically, were the events of September 11. That was the summer where it seemed like every other day someone was being bitten by a shark and everybody's afraid to go into the water. But you remember the kicker, right? When the tabulation was done at the end of the season and at the end of that calendar year, it turned out what? There had been fewer shark attacks in that summer as compared to every other summer recent. So is it that kind of thing where there's a lot of stuff up there? And if we'd ever been paying attention in the past, we'd have seen the same thing. Richard Clark has a great explanation for it, I think. I'll save that for a few moments from now. From the Washington Post, the U.S. military shot down a fourth aerial object, fourth, this time over Lake Huron on Sunday afternoon, according to the Defense Department, which described the object as unmanned and not a military threat to anything on the ground. Officials said the object initially detected Saturday night was flying over Michigan's Upper Peninsula at about 20,000 feet, an altitude and path that raised concerns about potential interference with commercial aviation. They said it was not a threat, but they opted to shoot it down after believing that it could pose a hazard to air traffic. General uh, Glenn Van Herc, who oversees NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, said at a news conference Sunday night when everybody was watching the game, uh, the debris appeared to land in the lake where recovery operations were being handled by the FBI. Now, what's interesting is that same general and commander of NORAD also was questioned about the possibility that this could be extraterrestrial in origin. And his answer was this. I think I get where he's coming from, but this is going to really fuel speculation and uh, conspiracy. Quote, I'll let the intel community 
and the counterintelligence community figure that out. Asked about specifically the possibility of aliens, he said, I haven't ruled out anything at this point. I have to believe they've ruled out aliens, but he probably just wanted to toe the line and, well, you know, leaving everything open. I'll let the intel community and the counterintelligence community figure that out, said General Van Herc. When asked about the possibility of aliens, I'm not going to categorize them as balloons. We're calling them objects for a reason, he said. Certainly the event off the South Carolina coast for the Chinese spy balloon, that was clearly a balloon. These were objects. Richard Clark advised three United States presidents as a national security advisor, has an essay that he shared with me last night that I read, which is just so well done. Uh, I'll give you just a, a, a taste of it, by the way. At the end, he talks about when he's been schooling students at Harvard. And he explained this. He said that most of them were living in lower quality housing in Cambridge and Somerville. I asked them what they would conclude if they got up at three o'clock, walked into the kitchen, turned on the light and discovered cockroaches there for the first time. Would they think that the detestable bugs had started to infest their their apartments? Most students said yes at first, but upon reflection, they admitted that there have probably always been cockroaches in those apartments. Most students had just never made 3 a.m. trips to the cupboard. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Hey, gang, it's nice to welcome Richard Clark back to the program. Richard Clark served for 30 years in national security policy roles in the U.S. government, first in the Pentagon, then the State Department, finally for an unprecedented decade of continuous service to three American presidents in the White House, National Security Council for President Bush, Clinton and Bush, meaning Bush 41 and 43. He served as special assistant to the president for global affairs, national coordinator for security and counterterror and special advisor for cyberspace. His books include five nonfiction, four fiction. His seminal work on terrorism and Al-Qaeda against all enemies was a number one New York Times bestseller. You can also hear him now as the host of the Future State podcast. This is Richard Clark. Richard, thanks so much for coming back to the program. Uh, I've had the benefit of reading an essay that you wrote under the headline, The Importance of Baselines. I think it's such an important reflection, and you're uniquely qualified to offer it on what exactly is going on up in the sky. The essay begins with you discussing the month after September 11 and the reports of, of white powder being mailed around the country. Will you tell that story? Yeah, Michael, uh, October of 2001, uh, someone uh, did uh, mail anthrax to members of the media and members of the Congress. Uh, Naturally, that got a lot of attention. We were already jumpy. Uh, And then what happened in the days following was people saw white powder anthrax everywhere. Uh, And airplanes were stopped uh, from taking off. Schools were closed. Government office buildings were evacuated. People were taken into parking lots and sprayed down by fire trucks. Um, it was it was a panic, and all of that uh, white powder was white powder. It was talcum powder, cremora, sugar. Probably some of it was cocaine. None of it was anthrax, but the whole nation was kind of ground to a halt, panicked over white powder. I remember the a year later when there was an assassin driving around metropolitan Washington, D.C., shooting from hidden positions and killing people, as you write, seemingly at random. There then became reports of white panel trucks, and you had a personal experience with a white panel truck. Well, white panel trucks were <clears throat> stopped all over metropolitan Washington at gunpoint uh, by police. I was sitting on my porch, and a white panel truck was slowly pulling up my street, looking suspicious. Uh, It passed me by, and they looked at me suspiciously. I carried a gun in those days. I went into my house and got my gun. Uh, And they turned around and came back, and they started heading toward me. And I thought, oh, boy. Uh, And then my neighbor stood into the street and waved them down because they were his painters, uh, and they had been looking for his street number. Um, the, the, the phenomenon we're talking about here is, it is, first of all, a phenomenon, uh, and that's what's important to understand. In a crisis, information that normally is not monitored by people or people at a senior level, that information flows up to the top quickly unfiltered. And so suddenly we get reports. The other case study I have uh, is where Uh, After 9-11, we put radioactive detectors all over New York because we thought they might smuggle in a nuclear bomb into the city. And those detectors went off all the time uh, because of nuclear material and radiological material used in medical uh, 
hospitals and clinics. You know, if you don't know what the baseline is, you're going to get it wrong. Uh, after Oklahoma City uh, bombing, I was told there had been a rash of uh, thefts of TNT throughout the country. Somebody was building another big truck bomb. Well, no. In fact, the week following Oklahoma City, there were fewer thefts of explosives than there normally were. But it turns out there are thefts of explosives all the time, quite a bit across the country. If you don't know what the baseline is, then you're going to panic uh, when something, when you look at something for the first time. And with this, this stuff in space, NORAD has said, we've changed the filters. What that means is they've opened up the aperture. They're looking at things they didn't look at before. Those things are always there, whatever the hell they are. Uh, they haven't just appeared in the last two weeks. You know, the example that comes to my mind as I was reading your essay and listening to you speak was the summer of the shark, which was brought to a close because of the events of September 11. But if you remember, in the summer of 2001, the reports were all about people being bitten by sharks. And when the data, to, to your baseline point, when the data was tabulated at the end of the season, at the end of the year, what did we learn? There were actually fewer shark attacks that particular year. I, I call this my cockroach theory. Uh, when I taught at Harvard, I asked students, did you ever see cockroaches in your kitchen? And they all said no. But they all lived in you know, terrible student apartments. And I said, well, if you go out <clears throat> at 3 in the morning and turn on the light in your kitchen, see if you see cockroaches. And they all came back and they all saw cockroaches. Well, I asked them, do you think those cockroaches just showed up? No. They realized there had always been cockroaches there. They just didn't know it. When they turned the light on, the issue, then they saw them. I have a corollary to what you're saying. I think that would be the proper way to describe it. Much has been reported about the Chinese spy balloon over Montana uh, vis-a-vis our missile silos. And I had uh, sort of an experiment on air a couple of days ago when this was all breaking. I just started to pull up random states and ask ChatGPT, another subject, by the way, on a different day I'd love to get your thoughts on. But I was asking ChatGPT, tell me what military installations are in state X. You could put in right right, everywhere. I mean, everywhere in the country. So my point is, like, couldn't you say, like, the balloon was seen over... Uh, Idaho, over Nevada, over Minnesota. And and you're always going to be able to say, oh, my God, do you know what's located in that state? We have bases X, Y, and Z. Yeah, well, the Chinese probably were in, in the first instance <laughs> trying to pick up radio signals from our, our bases. Um, and maybe that was a first. But all these things since, I mean, the three in, in, in three days, the three additional ones, uh, it strikes me as something that's probably been going on for a long time, whether that's aliens, as General Sandberg suggested, uh, or just weather balloons. Uh, by the way, somebody should um, tell General Sandberg not to talk to the press anymore. Uh, that al- the alien comment, that. the, al- the oh, refusal to rule out aliens. He, he, has been, he has been putting his foot in his mouth for the last two weeks since this started happening. Uh, it, it's, it's funny at one level, but it's not uh, at another level. And, When you become a four-star general, you're supposed to have media training uh, before you get that far. This guy obviously hasn't. 
So take away from Richard Clark, who served three American presidents in a national security capacity is is what I think you've made it clear. There's a lot of stuff up in the sky. We're looking at it differently. And now it's be each one of these is becoming a cause celeb. Yeah, don't panic. Uh, what, whatever's happening probably has been happening for a long time and, and we lived through it. Uh, and remember, whenever you start looking at some phenomenon for the first time because of a crisis, uh, be careful that if you don't know the baseline, don't trust the data. Got to have the baseline to appreciate the data. What a great message. Thank you for allowing me to intrude on your day yet again. I really appreciate it. Anytime, Michael. That's Richard Clark, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know the baseline, you can't rely on the data. What's the baseline? How many of these were there to begin with? How many shark attacks were there last year? How many cockroaches were in the apartment before you turned on the light last night at 3 a.m.? Does that make sense to you? I think I know how he's answering today's poll question at Smirkondish.com. What explains the increase in UFOs? More objects or more awareness. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Uh, Colin, greetings. Hey, greetings. Morning, what did you want to say? CC. I wanted to say that it occurred to me that I think that aviation enthusiasts, uh, 
just attention seekers, um, maybe people with too much time on their hands, are going to start making balloons and sending them up there to see if they can get shot down. Uh, just a thought. I think that's going to be happening, so we might see a lot more. You would have to be, what was that movie, The Astronaut? The guy, I, I'm trying to think of who was in the movie. Was It wasn't Billy Bob Thornton, was it? What do you mean? He, he builds his Matt own Damon? rocket. He builds his own rocket and and shoots it off. No? Not ringing any bells? Plug that in, TC2, The I Astronaut. I uh, You don't remember it. I'm, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I get that a lot of people would want to glam on and be a part of this, but I think it's pretty damn hard to all of a sudden launch your own weather balloon. Richard Dreyfus? No. I don't know. Astronaut. I don't know anything about it. It just seems like a natural... Uh, darker tendency of humans to do oh, stuff like that so no i doubt. think it'll happen hey look we i mean we worry I about more, it one more i have one question for tc go ahead tc why was the school teacher so suspicious of the young michael why was the because he always had it he always had a smirk on his face <laughs> that's funny that's funny, Colin. Thank Good you, job. Colin. Okay. Hey, Colin, wow. Colin, that day, that, that day job of yours, hang <laughs> on to it. Uh, Glenn, Lincoln, Nebraska, greetings. What did you want to say? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, in meteorology, there's a similar situation of kind of an unknown baseline. The number of reported tornadoes have been steadily increasing, but... There's also a lot more people, a lot more technology for detecting them, storm spotter networks and so forth. So it's unclear as to whether the, what that means for the actual number of tornadoes. It's a good point. I did not know that. I mean, R- Richard Clark sums it up this way. He says, occasionally something happens. Thank you, Glenn. Occasionally something happens to draw our attention to a phenomenon that we had not been looking at before. And when that happens, we sometimes see what looks like a lot of threatening activity that is part of a new pattern, an emerging threat. Actually, what we are seeing had been going on for a while and was perhaps normal. We were just not looking. I'm not underestimating downplaying a Chinese spy craft that crossed the entire United States. We covered this last week. I think it should have been shot out of the sky when it was in Alaska instead of over the coast of the Carolinas. Uh, that seems distinguishable from the more recent episodes, although we've not yet been told with, with definity what the you know Pentagon believes they actually were. I just think it bears keeping in mind. I was already thinking in these terms, but when I hear someone like Richard Clark with his experience and expertise say, hey, hang on a second. You know, don't you remember what happened in this case and that case and that case? I think it bears repeating. Uh, Alan, you are in Cyprus, Texas. Greetings. What are you thinking? Hey, good morning, Michael. Um, Hi. Listen, I believe in the UFOs. I don't know if they're from this earth or from some other place, but, you know, I think that they're out there. I mean, the sightings have just been too real. Also on the balloons, I agree with you. It should have been shot down a lot sooner. Now we've got four. So here's uh, here's my joke for the day that it really was a weather balloon and China was just trying to figure out whether they were going to attack us this year or next. So that's the weather. Listen, I can use the, uh, the humor uh, in the aftermath of the Eagles defeat, but, but it, it, the jokes have got to improve. They have got to improve to be a part of the program here. TC, is anybody voting on this so far? Oh, yeah, by, over- by, by, by the way, Ooh, yeah. anybody agree uh, that 
you know, I'm seeing some now who who think eh, don't discount the extraterrestrial possibility. So over 10,000 votes already, hmm. over 10,000. And you asked, what explains the increases in UFOs? Is it more awareness? Is it more objects? Objects, awareness, awareness, objects. It's running 79 percent to 21 percent, 79 percent. Think one one or the I, other. I'm going to say that that it's an 80 20 in round numbers of people who agree with Richard Clark and me that this is you know a function of focusing on the issue that there are uh there's more awareness is what i'm going to say there's more awareness fascinating you're not telling me whether i would be got to go vote when i okay um i thought that the story was amazing that he told about what happened when and it was charles ramsey who would then come to philadelphia who had been the dc police chief who was investigating those shooting incidents those very real shooting incidents back in 2002 where there really were assassins out there two people as i recalled and they were tried and they were convicted and then i lost touch with that case but i absolutely remember that police said that a witness statement had shown or or had suggested that a white panel truck or step van with ladders was in the vicinity of one of the assassinations. And then all the rage was to look for trucks that looked like that. Days later, Maryland State Police arrested the snipers, says Richard Clark. The vehicle that they had used for their weeks-long reign of terror turned out to be a blue Chevrolet Caprice sedan. Or another example, flush with new Homeland Security funds in the early 2000s, New York City placed radiation detectors at traffic choke points to detect a terrorist trying to bring in a dirty bomb in terms of a nuclear weapon. The detection devices, the alarm repeatedly in the first few days of operation, the alarms went off, causing police swarming. SWAT teams to don spacesuits and traffic jams to snarl the already jammed streets. Hospitals, it seemed, regularly moved radioactive material involved in x-rays and cancer treatment. Also, certain countertops excited the detection devices. Years earlier, the nation had been traumatized by the large-scale terror bombing in Oklahoma City, which killed 168 people and wounded 300 more. The bomb had an explosives-laden 18-wheel tractor-trailer. FBI and ATF agents were immediately to apply their forensic skills to determine where the explosives has been acquired. Days later, the FBI reported to me that a large amount of explosives have been stolen from multiple locations around the country since the attack. The Bureau feared more truck bombs, perhaps targeting the White House. Secret Service director and I told the president we needed to close Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the White House to all vehicular traffic. He agreed, and it's been closed ever since. Yeah, I I mean, I remember what it was like to drive down Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the uh, in front of the uh, the White House. The Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.